This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. This is the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast with Andy Hill, session number 55. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Thank you for being here today, everybody. Last week, Nicole and I made a really fun phone call. We reached out to our mortgage company and said, we're ready to pay it off. We're ready to pay off the final bits on this 15-year loan. It was an awesome phone call. I... I honestly can't believe that we're here after four years of extra payments and me repeatedly telling my patient wife the monthly balance of the mortgage. She's gotten really annoyed of that, by the way. Our day is here. Our day has come. I was thinking the whole time when we were on the phone with the mortgage company that they're going to say something like, you guys can't pay it off. You know, there's There's some legal fine print here that says you need to do this special thing that you didn't do. But no, that none of that happened. It was a very nice woman, and she walked us through the whole process and told us that our she's going to send us a letter in the mail, and it'll arrive next week, and we'll need to get a certified check from our bank. And then we sent it in, and voila, no more mortgage. <laughs> I'll keep you guys all updated so you can join in on the excitement that we are having too. Uh, I appreciate the encouragement that we've received from the blog and the questions that have come in about the process. So as you can tell in my voice, I'm quite excited. So in fact, um, I want to just highlight one of those questions that I received recently from Melissa and revive the Q&Andy segment on the show. So this one came in from Melissa. Hey, Andy, I really enjoy the show and your blog. Thank you, Melissa. You talk a lot about paying off your mortgage, and I think that's great. I'm in a Dave Ramsey group that talks about baby steps six and seven and beyond. So I wanted to ask what your plans are for the extra cash that you'll have when the mortgage is all gone. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Melissa. Great question, Melissa. Thanks for writing me and uh, keeping the conversation going about this mortgage freedom. Actually, it's kind of funny. I really haven't thought about what we're going to do with the money lately. Uh, I wrote some posts on the blog earlier in the year about where we would, you know, focus our efforts in in, in paying uh, and utilizing that new money that we're having. So. I, I appreciate this um, this question because it sort of has given me a jolt back into reality that this thing's going to be paid off in a month and I need to start making some plans. So <laughs> I appreciate that, Melissa. Thank you. We're going to have about $35,000 extra to allocate, which is pretty exciting. So I've broken it down into seven different areas for utilizing that money come December. So like four weeks from now leading into 2018. So really I could think about it for 
you know, just changing our plan for 2018 in general. But since we're going to have a, a month extra, that'll be even more fun. So I broke it down into these seven areas and I'll go through them for you all. Number one, vacation more. Yes, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to do that. We have been taking advantage of credit card hacking a little bit. So the extent to which we were going to be spending money on vacation has gone down a little bit. So we're allocating about 3000 bucks each year to just having more fun going on vacations with the family. We're thinking about going to Disney in the spring in California with the kids. Again, that's going to be heavily hacked through some credit cards. Uh, but, uh, we're still going to have some costs that will be associated with that trip most likely. And then we're planning to go to Mexico in the winter for a family trip. My parents are having their 50th wedding anniversary. So we're going to go down there and celebrate with them. So number one is to vacation more. We're going to allocate about $3,000. So that leaves us with $32,000 left down to number two. Number two, we're going to increase our tax favored savings. So we are already maxing out our 401k and our both of our Roths. And now we're going to move into our attempt to maxing out our HSA. There's lots of benefits of having an HSA health savings account. Uh, Some of them include pre-tax contributions. So if you're signed up For an HSA through your employer, you can have the ability to contribute to your account before taxes are taken out of your salary, which is great. Also has tax-deductible contributions. So if your employer doesn't have an HSA like me, I had to kind of go outside of my employer to do it. You can still contribute after tax dollars and take the deduction during tax time. So I'm going to be taking advantage of that perk. And then the last two Perks are great. Tax-free withdrawals. You can withdraw money tax-free at any time as long as you're using the funds for medical expenses. And then tax-free growth. Uh, The funds that are inside the HSA can be invested in stocks and bonds and mutual funds, and they grow tax-free. So yes, HSA, we're going to max that baby out. And that will be $6,000 on top of what we're already doing. So that'll take us down from 32, take away six. We're at 26, so 26,000. And we've moved on to number three here, which is rental properties. We've been uh, researching a lot. I've been reading a lot. I've been interviewing a lot of experts. And Nicole and I are excited about buying our first single family rental property. And we're going to try to do it next year. We're going to save $20,000 of this money and uh, hopefully get one in the latter portion of next year in Q4. Hopefully that is when we'll get a good deal, depending on where this market is. Uh, Evidently, there are always good deals. You just have to know how to find them. So I'm going to continue to research that and make it a priority in 2018 for us. So that $20,000 of savings would take us down to $6,000 left. It's getting eaten up pretty quickly here. Number four, we're going to open up a brokerage account, and I have not been funding a brokerage account outside of our tax-favored savings, so I want to start taking advantage of that and allocate at least $2,000 to that in 2018 and hopefully grow from there. Number five would be to increase our kids' college savings, and we've been doing a lot, but uh, we want to increase that a little bit so our kids can have the opportunity to go to college 
in a good way. I don't think we're going to be funding the whole thing. It's kind of nuts. I think we're going to be taking the scholarship route and encouraging them to kick butt when it comes to their grades and also probably working a little bit in college. It's not going to hurt them. I think it maybe it will. I think I've seen statistics that it actually helps kids perform better in college. So we're going to ca- allocate another $2,000 there. And uh, that leaves us with $2,000 left. Number six is to give more. We want to increase our giving by another $1,000 next year as well. Right now, our giving has been centered around two children that we've adopted through World Vision and a local family that we sponsor for Christmas and then contributions to our local church. So I want to increase our giving as we are doing better and uh, also increase the amount of time that we spend with our kids uh, through volunteer work. So we're going to try to access some opportunities in 2018 that will help our family not only grow financially, but uh, through our community as well. So number seven, the last one, invest in this podcast and my blog. So I'm going to try to allocate another thousand bucks to growing this. I see it being a solid income source down the road. So I want to invest in it right now. I'm not making very much at all, but that's okay. I'm having a blast talking with you all and figuring out what this could be in the future, but uh, maybe investing in something like an updated website, some advertising, some freelance support, things like that will help me to grow this podcast and grow the blog. So the connections I've made through having a blog have just been, have been amazing. I I've probably spoken with hundreds of people and just found so many like-minded individuals that are trying to win for their families and and grow uh, and become something that uh, they're really proud of. And I, I've found that over the past year that the blog has helped me stay accountable to some major goals in my life and connecting with folks like you all. In the spirit of that, I put together a 10-step guide to getting your blog started if you are interested. It is the same 10 steps that I used to get mine started about a year and a half ago, and it is comprised of 10 easy steps that will walk you through the process, and it should take about 15, 20 minutes, so check it out, marriagekidsandmoney.com slash start a blog. Very easy to remember, marriagekidsandmoney.com slash start a blog. Melissa, thanks so much for writing in. I really appreciate it. And if you guys have any questions like Melissa, please shoot it over to me at andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com. Would love to feature your question. And it not only inspires me, but hopefully you can inspire others listening today. Now we're going to try something a little different. I wanted to highlight somebody that has made a big recent financial win in their life. Not a multimillionaire or a famous author, just an everyday person like you and I that is working hard for their families and truly succeeding. I'm going to call this, let's see, hmm, I'm going to call it the money master of the week. I think that sounds cool. The money master of the week. Who is a money master out there? So this week's money masters are Mr. and Mrs. Kiwi from kiwiandkiwana.com. These are two millennial engineers that are from Michigan. Shout out to the mitten. <laughs> they connected with me on Twitter and shared an amazing 140 character story with me that I wanted to highlight. They work together as dinks, double income, no kids, and they recently paid off 
$60,000 in student medical and auto debt within three years of graduating college. That is a pretty big feat for a newly married couple just getting out of college and figuring it all out. That's a lot of debt to carry after college too. So I probed a little further and for the first two years, evidently they were only making under six figures combined while clobbering that debt. So that is a huge accomplishment and a massive savings rate because that's a lot of money. What an incredible way to start off your marriage. They worked together as a team, crushed the debt, and now they have a really cool goal of reaching financial independence together as a couple. They talk about that financial independence on their blog and say, hey, this is more time for us to spend together for walks on the beach and spending time with their faithful little doggies. So uh, if you want to see those cute dogs on their website and learn more about their story, go to kiwiandkiwana.com. That's Mr. and Mrs. Kiwi. I'll place their link in the show notes at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 55. Congratulations for being the money masters of the week. If you have a financial victory you want to share on the show, please contact me at andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com with the details. I would love to feature your story so we can inspire others to save more, make more, and protect their family's future. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work-optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? (laughs) If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. And use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan 
above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 19th, 2024. marriagekidsandmoney.com slash tello. For the last portion of the show today, I wanted to share a quick interview that I had with Carrie Moriarty from Cinch Financial. This was at FinCon last week, that uh, financial conference for money nerds like myself. (laughs) Cinch is a brand new fintech company that helps you make smart everyday decisions with your money. It's essentially your own personal CFO tucked inside your cell phone. I have no clue how that little CFO gets inside the cell phone, but uh, pretty cool nonetheless. It sounded like an awesome company with a great mission, so I had to stop by their booth at FinCon to learn a little bit more. I'll warn you guys, the noise from the conference is quite boisterous, (laughs) and my voice was nearly gone at this point. It's just now actually just coming back, so bear with me on this interview. Luckily, uh, the enthusiasm and passion from Carrie Moriarty helped make it for a great chat. So let's jump into my brief conversation with Carrie Moriarty from Cinch Financial. Carrie Moriarty from Cinch Financial. How's it going, Carrie? It is going great. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for having a conversation with me today about your exciting product that uh, really revolutionizes what your cell phone can do for you. So let's talk about the CFO in your pocket, Cinch. Yes, let's do it. So what we're building at Cinch is this financial intelligence platform that can really serve you an individual the way a CFO would serve a business or the way a financial advisor might handle your investments or your retirement planning. So we're taking that kind of level of care and attention to your financial life and really focusing on your everyday cash flow moments. So those big things like credit card debt, student loan debt, uh, building up your rainy day fund and making sure you're not overpaying on some of those big bills like your car insurance or your cell phone plan and really kind of helping you tackle the baseline bottom of the pyramid financial moments to get you to a position of better financial health to start thinking about some of those longer term things a little bit down the road. So this sounds like a lot of information, a lot of things that can be, uh, you know, help in your life. How do you how do you get all that information? How do you make those decisions through this financial app? Great question. So one big thing we wanted to focus on was serving our customers as a fiduciary. So we want to be giving totally unbiased and objective advice to our customers. So to do that, we had to spend some time creating a database of all of the financial products that are out there. So we have looked at every company, every product all of their pricing, their their underwriting requirements, everything, so that we can be sure that what we're recommending is truly one-to-one the best thing for you. And as part of doing that, we to be a fiduciary, we had to be totally unbiased and not take any revenue, no lead generation, no advertising, no referrals. So you can feel confident that the advice we're giving you is truly matched to your unique financial situation. But to do that, we also had to understand your unique financial situation. So rather than rely on you to kind of tell us all about your account, and your balances and your spending behavior, we decided to make it easier by linking up directly to your credit report and also linking up to your primary account. So your checking account, if you want to link up a savings account or some of your credit cards, and it gives us a really intimate look at your financial life well, with not taking the burden, with not leaving the burden on you to kind of make sure you know all of your APR, credit card interest rates, debt balances, etc. Okay, so is this a, once my information's in there, 
artificial intelligence then figures out how to make recommendations. Is that correct? That's a, yeah, I, I think that's fair. We tend not to use the word artificial intelligence just because it's a little bit overused, but we have built a very smart system of complex algorithms that evaluate your financial life holistically. So we start by creating an assessment. We look at four pillars of your financial health. We get an understanding of where you stand today based on your past behavior. Then we have what we call kind of savants that can look at each different area of your financial life. So your credit card debt, your student loan debt, your car insurance. And then they provide optimization advice that rolls up to the top layer where then we allocate it based on your own unique prioritization. So for some people, credit card debt pay down may be the top thing they need to focus on. For others, building up a rainy day fund might be more important than paying down your credit card debt so that you don't have to use your credit card debt for the next you know unexpected expense that comes up. So it is a smart system based on artificial intelligence, machine learning, there's a big data science component to what we're doing. Um, and there's also an element of human contribution where our team you know, is working still with our users now. Getting, We get smarter and smarter as users keep using our platform and we learn more about their unique financial situation. How do you get that feedback from users then in order to make improvements to your system? Right now we're in beta, so we're fortunate that we have kind of a close connection to the limited group of people that are using Cinch today. Um, being here at FinCon, we've started working with a lot of the personal finance influencer community, and they are like the best super users you could ask for. So we have a great kind of one-to-one -one connection hearing from people what's working, what's not working, what they would like to see, what they don't. Um, and right now we're doing it mostly through email and kind of in-product feedback. Um, and over time, we'll build out kind of a more detailed way for people to let us know what they think. As personal finance people just kind of tend to nerd out with new fintech tools, so you're in the right crowd. <laughs> we really do, and we're like unique to the rest of the world. I keep saying, we're here at FinCon, and like no one else on earth cares this much about money as this concentrated group right here. My wife was gracious enough to let me leave the house for four days, so I didn't have to talk about money with her for four days. <laughs> she's on a vacation. <laughs> yes, she, she's definitely on vacation. She doesn't have to hear about this for me. So, let's talk about the ideal user for Cinch. Who is this best for? I mean, obviously you want to probably touch everybody, but who is this best for? So I would say we generally say people between the ages of 25 and 40 are really our sweet spot. So under 25 has less of a complicated financial life and over 40 tends to run into a little more skepticism with linking up the accounts or relying mostly on the technology. Of course there are exceptions. Um, I think our target user is what we call a digital native. It's somebody who's like me, living their entire life on their cell phone. If I lost my iPhone, I, my world would collapse. Um, so what we wanted to do is take the simplicity and efficiency you have in all those other areas of your life and put that right there on your phone to deal with the financial aspects of your life. Um, we're very relevant to people that have a complex and stressful financial life, so a combination of you know a spouse and children and a mortgage and college savings and bills and the whole list goes on. And we also add a lot of value to people that maybe are less complicated and less stressed, but not sure how to get from point A to point B. You know, how do you go from renting an apartment with five roommates to having your own apartment, or you know, how do you save up for that dream trip you want to take to Europe? Um, so we're really helpful kind of across the spectrum, and I think what is unique about our product is we're not looking for the people that like personal finance, we're looking for the broader majority of people that just hate dealing with this yes. stuff. Don't want to learn, don't have the time, don't have the interest, and just want somebody to take it off their plate and make it easier the way you can do with everything else, from Uber to your Starbucks app to always knowing the weather a week in advance. You know, we wanted to bring that kind of functionality to their financial lives. That's great, and that really, like you said, it helps for those folks that don't want to dive deep into all these details and create spreadsheets and work with an advisor uh, to, to dive deep and actually have these problems 
essentially solve for them. What, what type of advice is served up? What specific advice is served up through the app that you know you can give us as an example? Yeah, great question. So our current our current software we call the Waze version of personal finance. So we're giving you a very detailed step-by-step -step kind of navigation through implementing our advice. So that could be exactly what you need to do to switch your car insurance from one company to another. Um, it could be exactly what to do to take your credit card debt and consolidate it to a personal loan. Could be much simpler. It could just be recommending the exact amount of money to transfer from your checking to your savings account. Um, or it could even just be teaching you to be more mindful when you're out at a restaurant or out at a bar with friends and maybe using cash instead of traditionally relying on your credit card. Um, where we're evolving to is starting to automate some of that advice so that we can actually do that last mile for you. So with your permission, of course, we'd be able to go in and move money from your checking to savings account. Or we find a better car insurance premium at the exact same level of coverage and we can just switch you right over to that without you having to lift a finger. Wow, that's great. So the Equifax breach has got a lot of people concerned about security and providing data online. You know, I think about that a lot too. I feel like there's a lot of things I've signed up for. We've mentioned all the things that are on your phone. Yep. We're sharing all information quite often. How do you guys protect people with their data that you're providing? It's a great question. So in order to do what we're trying to do, we've had to go through a number of different series of regulation steps with the providers that we work with. So we pull your credit from both TransUnion and Experian. And so we've had to go through kind of rigorous security training with them to make sure we meet their standards. Um, Cinch's software is also PCI compliant, which is sort of, for those that don't know, it's kind of regulated generally in the financial space. So we're treated similarly to like a bank or another financial services provider. Um, also, what we've done is kind of our own personal policies. We store as little information about you as possible. So some of the things we collect in the onboarding, like the last four of your social, um, the credentials to your account as you're linking it up, we don't store that. We use it you know, to pull the data initially and then we let it go so that even if someone did manage to kind of hack into our system, a lot of it's not there. And we also encrypt everything in all different places. So I'm, I'm less technically savvy, but what I understand it to be is all of your stuff is spread out in so many places, it's virtually impossible to piece your full identity together. That makes sense. Well, yeah, I mean, it's obviously a hot topic for people. Yeah. A lot of people I've talked to about utilizing uh, financial tools like this, that's usually a question that comes up to me. How am I protected? How is that going to work? So I appreciate you you, uh, you talking about that. So we talked about all of the great services this thing provides, and you also say that you don't work with advertisers. You're not influenced by different companies with your decisions. <laughs> Another great question. Uh, so we have two business models. One is just the direct-to-consumer where you have access to Cinch for free for 90 days and then it's $5 a month after that, so $4.99. Um, we have another business model that we call Platform, where Cinch partners with large employers or employee benefit plans, 401k plan providers, and then in that case, the partner picks up the fee, so it becomes free to the end user. So in that case, it's like part of your employee benefits plan at your job, or just because you're enrolled in your company's 401k, you'd have access to Cinch for free. So kind of creates two different access points uh, for you to use Cinch. That's a very smart idea from the, uh, the business standpoint. I think that, you know, Financially conscious employees make for good employees yes. because they're, well, I guess if they're asking for a raise, it's not for emergency purposes, it's more for performance purposes. Yes. And we want people to be taking care of their money well. So that's great. That's great. So, Carrie, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for talking to me about Cinch. Where can people go to learn more about Cinch? And then I know you said you're in beta. Yes. 
when can people get a hold of this thing? So we, if you want to learn more, you can go to cinchfinancial.com. Uh, right now we are in beta, so you do have to sign up to get your own uh, invitation code. But we are launching soon. So in a few weeks, you'll be able to go right to Cinch, start using it right away. But in the meantime, cinchfinancial.com is where you can sign up with your email address. You'll hear from one of us with a code. And we can't wait for any and all feedback. So try it out. Let us know what you think. And we're excited to, to see what's ahead. Affordable CFO in your pocket, improving your life, improving your money. Thank you so much, Carrie. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks so much. It was great to chat. Thanks for connecting, Carrie. That was a great conversation, and I wish you the best of luck with your new product that is in beta. So good luck. Um, I'm actually in the midst of signing up for Cinch to give it a try myself. I would love to hear what you all think if you want to check it out. Go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 55 to access it in the show notes. Could it really combine all of our personal finance apps into one? I have so many one, I have so many on my phone. <laughs> I guess we'll see. If you missed some of the resources and links mentioned in today's show, I've got you covered. Go to that same link, marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 55 to access them in the show notes. For those of you who've been listening to this show and enjoying it lately, I'd appreciate if you could head over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave me a review. I'm almost at 50, five zero, 50 five-star reviews on iTunes. And with your support, we can crush that number. So thanks in advance for your support. Go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash iTunes or marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Stitcher for those reviews. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Abraham Lincoln. The best way to predict the future is to create it. Today is the day, my friends. Carpe diem. 